Uh, hello, Crown Point. Mayor Pete Land here for uh, the launch of uh, Season 2, Episode 1 of Lay of Land Podcast. So um, we have back Anthony Schleter. Anthony, mayor, how's it going? Going good, Mayor. How are you? Been a quick month. It flies, right? Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, very, very busy month for CP and, and the mayor's office. Um, but it's been going good, right? It has been going good. We spent probably the uh, our parks department's been very busy the last month getting things ready at the sports flex, getting ready to kick off uh, baseball and softball season. So uh, we just converted uh, six fields to turf and uh, big project. Yeah, big project, and it really looks really looks great out there. And it's ready to go. Yep. And as we can tell, right out our office window, we're starting the road improvement season. So the parking lot uh, improvements underway and. So there'll be some road blockage as always, but we appreciate everybody's patience as we continue with our road projects. Yep. Good stuff. We have Adam Graper here. I'm Aaron. How are you? Co-host. Are you a co-host? No, I think I'm just... What is your title on the podcast? <laughs> you don't really have a... Color commentator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have to get you a nice jazzy title. And a jacket in for it. I appreciate that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, Mary behind the scenes, the brain and brawn of the podcast. So, Mary, how was your month? Well, actually, two months because we took uh, April off on our retool of yeah. the podcast. It was great. Busy. Very busy. Okay, we're gearing up. So, we have a very exciting show. Um, one of the co- most common questions we get uh, in the mayor's office is Bulldog Park. Uh, there is always something going on at Bulldog Park from our um, all our senior activities. Everything you guys do, you guys have done a fantastic job of expanding um, and the variety of what we have to offer at Bulldog Park because everybody wants something different. Right. Um, so we thought uh, since it is now season, the hockey rink is down, um, we're gearing up for summer, we should have the two people that by and large are the main contributors and responsible for everything that's going on at Bulldog Park. So that's our own Diana Velasi. Diana? Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Back from vacation. Back from vacation. All ready to get pumped up for the summer season. Yep. Took a little break to uh, energize for the summer season because it's going to be a packed season at Bulldog Park. Yeah. We've got everything from our farmer's market to uh, a dozen concerts for our concert series, plus uh, some additional concerts that are coming, partnering with Hometown Jams. So um, it's going to be really busy. Yeah. So no vacation. Not during the summer. No vacations. All vacations have been canceled. But uh, well, thank you for um, coming in. And yeah, we get bombarded all the time with uh, activities. That's what's going on at Bulldog Park. We, and so we do. So, we do. Um, there's a lot. And then of course our summer concert series, which is you know kind of the staple of our summertime events, is Tom Lounges. Tom is uh, the promoter extraordinaire and does a great job working for the city and with the city and Adam and the staff on, on getting some awesome uh, musical talent um, into Bulldog Park. And we'll talk about, you know, some of the upcoming acts. And you um, get a good season, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, yeah. So you, you got you do a fantastic job with finding the acts and, and working with the city on that. So always a, always a pleasure on seeing what you're bringing to Bulldog Park. <laughs> so it's, it's always fun to do shows always here. Beautiful stuff. facility. Yeah, thank you very much, yeah. Um, so... Diana, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Um, so everybody knows your name, sees your face. So when did you start with the city? 
How long um, have you been with the city? I've been with the city for 14 years. I came in in 2008 with uh, Mary Uran as the office manager in, here in the mayor's office. Um, as things progressed and um, time went on, we uh, we had our special events person uh, took another opportunity. So um, it was kind of in between an election year and the mayor wasn't uh, comfortable bringing somebody else in just yet. Um, so we wanted to wait. So I picked up some of those responsibilities. Uh, back then, there were just a few things going on, a farmer's market, a car show, um, an Oktoberfest. So it wasn't to the uh, to the extreme that things are now. So in 2017, I moved into the special events director position um, full time. And I have been doing that ever since. Yeah. yeah. So. And it, you definitely need a full-time job. It is. It and, is and, definitely. And, and, some. and some support. So. A lot of support. <laughs> and a lot of that. support. Uh, Bulldog Park has been a great addition to the city, and it's made hosting events so much easier. Um, I think just having everything under one roof in one place where everybody knows where to go Um just makes everything so much smoother yeah. and it's 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 a great venue in my opinion everything there is is wonderful we have great partners that that work with us our events are growing year after year our farmers market sold out probably before the end of february yeah. so we have been putting people on a waiting list it's just everything keeps growing and we're we're excited for all the all the events that are going to be there this summer yeah so two of our, our longtime staples are the farmer's market and the car cruise. Absolutely. So for many years, we had the car cruise on the square. Um, and then it just continued to seem like almost every week it continued to grow, which was great. Um, and then we had to, instead of just parking on the square, then we had to shut down South Main Street, park cars in the street. And then we eventually made the decision just to move everything to Bulldog Park, which... Um, you know, it was a bit controversial and, you know, we're taking things off the square, but, um, we get asked that a lot. I know I, when the police department side all of the time, is it ever coming back to the square? So, <laughs> so why, why did, I mean, why was the decision of moving it from the square to Bulldog Park? I think Bulldog Park is a much better venue. It's more spread out. Um, there's more room for more cars and, you know, people come and walk around the cars. Yeah. And, yeah and I'll, uh, you know, push over to Diane on that, but you know, we we looked at it, and obviously, there's at, at times you get a seventy degree day and it's sunny. There's several hundred cars that are, are parked in there, and then obviously looking at the you know the business owners and, and the ones with restaurants and, and whatnot, where you you know might go in for a few minutes, that kind of took up that space. Um, and there was, I guess, a, maybe a discussion was okay if we move that to Bulldog Park, which I mean, it's it's only a two hundred feet away. You know, would that take away from the businesses? And I think, you know, talking to the local business owners, the, the Chris Pappas, that exponentially their business is far better on those nights. So mm -hmm. they're still transgressing from Bulldog Park over to downtown and vice versa, uh, you know, for an event. They may go up there and eat and walk over to the, the car cruise or, or vice versa. So I think it's, it's worked out well. I know there's some, you know, Questions on the ambiance of having the courthouse in the background, uh, you know, with your cars parked up there and that. And I guess we understand that. But at the same time, if we were talking a few hundred feet at best is where it got moved. It's not like we moved to the other side of town. Yeah. So. Because I know there was talk when I was still on a square of uh, like limiting the number of cars just so it's, it, we could better manage it. And I, I agree that we don't want to do that. I mean, people work hard and they pride, take pride in their cars and want to show them off. 
and we want them here, right. um, and people want to see that stuff. So rather than limit it to you know the first fifty cars or something, um, let's move. Yeah, it. and that's you know that that takes it out. You know, then it's the guy who got, got off early, doesn't leave the guy that you know has a full time job, gets off at five, wants to go bring his car up there. So it's one of those. But you know, Diana hit on it too with having the turnkey environment of Bulldog Park. Yeah. We've been shows with with tom in here and it's just it gives that atmosphere that you got your music playing you got vendors out there you've got the cars you've got you know the concert going you can do a little bit of everything yeah and if you, you don't want to do that you go walk up town and get some either or do what you want. yeah yeah um so i think it was, it was a good decision and, the, and then we have the the farmer's market and when is that is when are, what is all both those start um, so the farmer's market will start on may 27th um, it'll be the memorial day weekend um, at Bulldog Park, and then it'll go every Saturday through September um, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. And we have we have grown by the number of events. We have more than 60, I'm sorry, vendors. We have more than 60 vendors, and um, some are new, some are returning. Some have been coming to Crown Point mm -hmm. for uh, the past 20 years. They've been vendors with us for uh, for a really long time. So we're looking forward to having. Our traditional vendors and then having some new ones we have some new vendors that are offering uh, breakfast this year so oh, that's been something nice. we've been we've been wanting to have and haven't really had much of um, so we do have a couple vendors that are offering breakfast so we're excited about that um, we have a couple coffee vendors plus um, the traditional farm stands the the ones that are have been with us for the past few years we have J&J um, organics and Janie's Farm, we have um, Hidden Acres, that's local here in Crown Point, as well as Para Farms out of Michigan. Um, so we're we're very happy to be having them come back, but offering some, some new things uh, for our residents as well. Uh, the car crew season will start the first Thursday in June, which is June 1st, um, and we will be kicking off the first one with a concert here with Tom, um, and that will also run through September the last uh, car cruise will be uh, the last Thursday in September. Again, finishing out the season with another concert. We're looking at concerts um, one a month yeah. at, at, during the car cruise season. Um, and then we'll also be offering some other standalone concerts on a Friday or a Saturday night throughout the summer. So, Yeah. So, I mean, and I think you guys, well, you guys do a great job with Mary on getting out everything that's going on at Bulldog Park, but I still think there's a lot of people don't know. I was talking to somebody about the, the whining canvas, which I guess was a pretty popular thing, and they didn't even know that it was going on. I mean, you put it on a whole bunch of different social media right. sites and so forth, so they have the responsibility of sure. doing a better job checking. But um, And then all the senior activities, and we always are talking to anybody that has an idea, you'd like to see this, uh, to try it, um, to reach out and because our big thing is, um, you know, we want to just give as much variety as we can. Some things will work, some things won't, but you guys do a fantastic job of, of offering a whole bunch of different kinds of events. So Yeah, and that was, I think, the benefit of putting everybody together for the Pace Department, Diana and Jane Parks, and when Mary come on board, you know, a couple years ago, it was everybody that helped get that message out and do these, finally have their one room, basically their one building, putting their heads together and coming mm -hmm. up with those ideas. You're right, there's stuff that... You know, may not be a large, you know, venue. We do some art stuff there. It's not for everybody, just as the concerts are for everybody. But we do offer that something for everybody. I think so. It's, yeah. we, we, I think that's that's important that we do that. It doesn't always have to be a money maker or a big blowout. 
you know, this type of event, something that, okay, I don't like this, but I like going to a farmer's market. I don't, I'd like to go see an art show or play, you know, on, on the, at the amphitheater. Yeah. So. And that's a great point because one of the things we always stress is we work hard for, you know, the infrastructure and development so we can have great amenities. So even if somebody doesn't take advantage mm-hmm. of them, they have the option of something going on that they can attend. So, and we work hard on having just about everything free. So you can walk in and enjoy a great concert or um, and at no charge, bring a lawn chair, a blanket, and you know, have a nice Friday or Saturday night and you don't have to pay for anything. So, I mean, in your lifetime, uh, Crown Planner Pete, so you, when you were a kid, you probably either had the Crown Theater or you I got firecrackers in the neighbor's garbage can and took off on that. That was it. That was the only thing you could do. So if you can't find something to do in Crown Point entertainment-wise, uh, food-wise and what, I, you're, you're missing out because it's out there. And yeah. It's something that is challenging. It's new. Um, you know, we're getting our feet under us as too, but I think it's, there's something for everybody out there, which is a huge amenity. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they deserve to have a variety, so. I'm getting a lot of feedback from the public about Crown Point now becoming a new destination point. Uh, we hand out the schedules at my stores and things, and of course I put it in my column. A lot of people are saying, I didn't know you were doing that out there. Uh, Bulldog's only, what, three years old, four years old, and it's taking a little time to get out, but that is the comment I'm getting is Crown Point is a destination in the summer now. Yeah. So kudos to your staff for yeah. doing that. And just being out there, yeah, to your point, we see and talk to a lot of people that aren't from Crown Point. They've either heard about it or have friends or relatives in Crown Point, so they come down from different communities and um, see what we have to offer, get, get a lot of compliments. So, And Tom, you do it, so how long have you been in the business that you're in? Uh, I started my senior year of high school oh. uh, with my first record store. Um, I was manager, and then I started the year after with uh, my first job in radio. I was hosting Black Gospel on weekends and overnights. Uh, that led to rock and other mm-hmm. things, but I've been doing live bookings probably since about 1981, 82, uh, at clubs like Point East and places like that, and then started doing the festival stuff probably about 25 years ago, more of the outdoor venues and yeah. Things like that. And it was my work in Highland that brought me to the attention of Crown Point. And I had done some stuff in the Parks Department there. And one of the employees of the Highland staff came over here and I guess recommended me. And we hit it off. Uh, Mary Rand was uh, on board and said, let's try this. And first year I was nervous. Like, well, we'll see how it goes. And I get a call from Diane says, and come back next year? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Been here since. So. Yeah. So, so how do you, you know... Every every musical act at Bullock Park, I've never heard, you know, I've never heard a band that they're, they're I a little tried, off. Yeah, uh, I try to get the number. best we can do. First of all, bottom line is the bottom line. You, you give me a budget to work with, and we make it work within that budget. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to deal with sound issues, with, and again, Bulldog Park. Whoever designed the stage itself, the throw from that stage is amazing. The engineers deserve some credit. Because you can have the volume at a reasonable for the front, you know, nice and loud, and people want to dance in here. But the folks in the back, they can still hear the music crystal clear, yeah. but it's not super loud. So the throw for that this venue is one of the best for the outdoors that I've ever worked in, uh, more so than some of the other community uh, outdoor uh, auditoriums. But uh, basically, you get your budget, and then you start looking at what's available. Diversity is what I'm looking for, all different styles. 
And after the first year, now I, I lean on Diana and I say, well, what worked last year? What'd you get great response on? And she'll give me a list of like the ones that people have commented on. It says, well, we kind of like to get them back again. So we'll work on that first. And then if they've been here two or three years, then I try to swap them out. You don't want the same bands every year. This year we said goodbye to a couple of really good bands that we had in the past, but we were also adding some more. And then maybe we'll rotate those other ones back in in a year or two. So we do have new uh, artists. We do have some old favorites coming back. Yeah. Or, or some of the old favorites. The old favorites coming back, Mellon Cougar, which is out of Gurney, Illinois. They're a John Mellencamp tribute who actually play in Seymour, Indiana, for John's hometown, uh, the festivals. So you got to know they're good. Yeah. So we bring them back. I've got the Crop Puppies, who everybody knows and loves. They're coming back. Uh, Relics, this is, I think, the only show they do now because they're basically retired. But they come back and they're kicking off our first cruise night. Uh, let's see, who else? Marrakesh Express are coming back for the second year. Uh, we had such good response last year. They're Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young tribute. Uh, something new this year. Sounds of Santana will not be here this year because we had them for the last couple of years. In, instead, we have Fortunate Sons, which is a Chicago-based touring Credence Clearwater uh, tribute that they just featured at the Art. I saw them. They're pretty amazing. So we brought them back in. Uh, we've got, uh, for our Oktoberfest, last year we had such a good turnout in response to International Polka Association. We've got them on the Friday, which is the first day of Oktoberfest, which now is a full weekend. The second day, I've got Matt Wagner's German Brass Band. It is a huge ensemble that does all the oompa-pa stuff, the costumes. We're going to have a good time for yeah. Oktoberfest. It'll be traditional to start both Friday and Saturday and then follow up with blues and rock as we normally do. Because so, I think this year's going to be the first year that we do a two-day mm -hmm. Oktoberfest. Why did why did we switch it from the one day to... Well, and I think that was just the combination that, you know, it's a setup. We've got, you know, the weather's always iffy to in October, but the, the fact that, you know, we looked at that Polka band for last year, and it was just it, it brought that feel of the Oktoberfest, and we were trying to look at expanding on that feeling. I think, and you know, kind of having the traditional beer hall feel with some stuff, and have the you know the, the polka bands playing in the background. I just had a, a wonderful response. So yeah, they were they were great. The band that was here last year, yeah, they'll be back on Friday, and then the new one they came recommended by that band, and I've worked with the uh, the IPA at other venues before, the one we had last year, and I knew they were good. And they're easy to work with, and they do a great job. Yeah. I think it's a huge advantage. Because how, now how many years have you been um, working with the city? With this, with Scrum Point, since day one. Yeah. When so, the Bulldog season opened for bands for the first year, I was brought in. I think that's a huge advantage to us. It's, you know Crown Point, you know Bulldog Park. Mm -hmm. um, you're there, I see you there all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm here at 99% of the shows. Uh, I got my music started. My radio career was started here on WFLM in a basement apartment next to the old Clark Station, which is no longer there. No? That was uh, underground <laughs> radio, and that's where I that's where I started broadcasting from. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I will say when Tom brings in uh, his sound, it's just it's it's awesome. We don't have to, to worry about anything. It's it, We know it's done. It's done right. And uh, knowing our, our house system and... You know, the, all the equipment that they bring, it just makes it, our lives a lot easier. It's just Yeah, I've got to give a shout out to Jerry Stickle. He's my right-hand man on these shows in Crown Point. Uh, he's been doing sound with me. I brought him in the first year, and he's been here with me working as a partnership on the sound and, and things like that. So yeah. he's got the sound down. 
because it takes a certain feel for each venue. And he's got stuff programmed in that from the year before and dimensions and all that. And it just works. Like I said, this, the, the, the stage itself and the throw of the pavilion, he's got that all sequenced. And some of the artists that he brings in, like the Craw Puppies, so we bring them in and he will have half that already done because it's from last year. Yeah. And then he'll tweak it out for the year. You mentioned about another uh, old favorite that's back. And again, this is the, they've been back every year uh, because we get such response. And that's Echoes of Pompeii with their tribute to Pink Floyd. And Mr. Funny Man, of course, many of the same members. So they mm-hmm. kind of piggyback on each other. We'll have them for the first day of uh, Taste. And uh, this will be the third year uh, at Taste of Crown Point. And I thought of switching it out, but we have so many people that just love that band. I thought, why mess with success? And the interesting thing that I like to point out is that you mentioned that these events are free. So we get people to come out. Now, Echoes will play other venues in Northwest Indiana, and it's a higher ticket price. Mm -hmm. Here they can come and enjoy a beautiful day outdoor, under the stars, under the sun, have food vendors, full beer, everything that they want, and it doesn't cost them anything. They can bring their blanket and chairs. The next day or the next week or the next month, they might do the same thing, but it'll cost them. And I think that's a kudos to uh, to Crown Point for doing that. We are bringing in a lot of the acts that they normally would have to pay tickets prices for. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know there's some circumstances where, where we do do that. But, yeah, it's so important um, that we've kept that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely important to me and Anthony that, you know, a family, you know, you get a family of three or four that um, if you charge 20 bucks to just walk in the gate, one, it's going to stop people from coming. Right. And two, you know, um, it's just, it's not a good thing. So I love the fact that we can do all this for our citizens for free. And we kept taste, like I said, the first night on Friday is going to be Echoes, Mr. Funny Man, and we'll have Leanne Stutler as the opening acoustic. So that's kind of a static show that we've done before. But the next night, Saturday, Three brand new bands to the facility. Lemon Brothers Band out of Illinois. They do a variety of rock. Um, All My Brothers Band, which if you think about it, Allman Brothers Band, uh, it's an Allman Brothers tribute out of Chicago. That's very, very good. Uh, They'll be doing some theater dates prior to this where you're going to be paying a big ticket. Mm -hmm. Uh, This will be a free show. And then they're going to be the centerpiece band. And in closing is one of Indiana's own Nate Venturelli Band, who's been making all kinds of inroads with Nashville and country music. So we're going to bring Nate in with the full band. He's only played acoustic before here two years ago. Yeah. So this will be this will be something new too. Yeah, I like Nate. That very very good act. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining. We're excited to have him back or have him back at Beloved Park this time. And we just played in Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. Um, he just got recognized um, for receiving an award mm-hmm. um, in Nashville. In Nashville as well. So he's he's really. Um, Branching out a lot, he'll be playing at the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, he does a couple of shows there a year. So we're we're excited to to bring him bring him to Crown Point, and I just like to say all of our events. Um, it's important that they're family friendly. You know, we have yeah, something there for everybody. We have the splash pad for the kids. We want to make sure that people have somewhere to go with their kids, somewhere that's that's family friendly, and that's that's been something we we've strived to do even with all of our acts. You know, we, we bring in people that you can bring your kids to, you know. So it's it's fun for families to be able to come out and enjoy, mm-hmm. um, you know, along with our movie nights and other things that we do for families. But we make sure that all the acts are, are family-friendly, too. Yeah. It's even going to be fun uh, for the family to come to the uh, State of the City Address in May 
we've added some live entertainment there too, prior to you speaking and after. We're going to have a little celebration after. Uh, I've got an Americana acoustic trio to open. We've got Leanne Stutler, Jack Whittle, and James Guetta all uh, performing together. Uh, I did them only once before as this trio format, and that was at the casino. Mm-hmm. And it worked brilliantly, so I said, come on, guys, let's do this again. So we're going to get a unique pairing of those artists to open. You'll do your speech, and then the Lauren Dukes Band will provide an R&B dance party afterwards. Oh, very so nice. people should plan to come out and have a good time at, uh, at your event. Do a little dance. And do a little dance. Mm-hmm. Middle of the week. lead the way. Middle of the week. My knee injury. Ongo line starts with there. Prevents me from doing that. Yeah, I, I've been talking about it all the time. I love the variety that we have, the different kinds of music. Um, the fact that a lot of it is regional talent. Mm-hmm. Good um, chunk of it. Yeah, um, I, I like that. And, and then, like I said, to get that variety, then you have to branch out a little bit. And you do a great job of bringing in different musical talents. And, um, you know, so like I said, it's been a great partnership. And um, you're definitely a, a rock star when it comes to Bulldog Park and bringing in these acts. A lot of these artists I've worked with over the years, either in different incarnations and Again, getting back to budget, a lot of these artists would be a lot higher. But the fact that they've got a relationship and we've got such a beautiful facility that they're dying to play for, a lot of them shoot their videos here. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, well, let's negotiate. Come on in, I'm going to give you a prime spot. And everyone's like, yeah, we're going to play there. Yeah. So we, we you know, make the ends meet. We get some top shelf talent and the citizens and the visitors to Crown Point are the beneficiaries. Of it. Yeah. So, so those are the... Those are the good bands. So have you ever heard, like somebody, I would imagine, how does it work? So if I have a band and I want to get, oh, yeah. you notice us, do I send you a... Yeah, uh, Diana's good about forwarding stuff. I get stuff directly sent to me. I would probably get hit up with 40 or 50 acts every season. And unfortunately, this is booked mostly in February, January, February. By the end of February, I'd like to be, at least be three quarters of the way done, if not completely. And some of these bands don't realize that they'll send me something in April or May. And I'm like, dude, that's been filled for months. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I get bombarded and I do check out most of the links that they send me and things. We do want to bring in new talent. But at the same time, I also want to bring in the old favorites that we know will draw and that the people have told us they want back. Especially if it's an artist that they have to pay for elsewhere. They say, well, I'd rather see them in Crown Point because I don't have to pay. So we, I take all that into consideration. There are some bands that maybe in a year or two, if they practice, might... Uh, I, I shouldn't sound so canny. Put your cassette tape away. If, if, they, if, they, if they work a little harder, they might be of that caliber. But this is a big venue. This is a concert venue. It's not a small club. Yeah. And a lot of them don't have that ready to go. Yeah. Um, and that's not to be insulting of their newer bands or their younger bands. And sometimes I get, you know, I can't believe you didn't book me. I, my mom knows, you know, so-and-so. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. It's what <laughs> the people want to hear, hear and see. And I think these, for, for again, for what we are working with, I think we've got A-list acts uh, for the region. Highway Band, Jesse and the Fizz, Crop Puppies, The Relics. Uh, Echoes, I mean, Nate's, Bonfire is coming back. Uh, They just sold out the uh, art theater at 25 bucks a ticket, you know, in February. So you're going to see them free. 
Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff like that. Fortunate Sons, I'm really excited about. I hope there's a lot of Creedence Clearwater fans out there uh, because I think they're going to really enjoy these guys. And something new that we're doing is I'm bringing in Hurricane Reggae Band. Uh, it's actually scaled down. It's going to be a trio or a quartet. They're going to be opening for Fortunate Sons. I found them by doing a Bob Marley birthday party. And this guy, he is an authentic Jamaican. Uh, he has a great band. They do an incredible job. And I thought, let's bring a little reggae. And it seemed to go yeah. with the swamp rock of CCR. So we packaged them together. We'll see how that goes. Two brand new bands to the park on that day. And yeah, that's, that's uh, July 8th. July 8th. Mm -hmm. You get the two bands. Yeah, that's going to be I'm sure. excited for that one. That's, I think there's a, a huge following for CCR out there that I think uh, even mm -hmm. the younger kids get it. Uh, mm -hmm. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, we've talked about, so our big thing, and, and you've done a great job is we always talk about variety. So last year, for the first time, we kicked off and brought in a couple of comedians. We did. Um, and like we talked, first time you do anything, man, you just don't know if it's going to be a hit or not so much. Um, so, uh, what are we doing? Are we bringing back comedians? Uh, yeah, so we, we have uh, two more comedians. So after last year, Tom was there as well. Um, we, we brought in a couple gentlemen from Dry Bar Comedy uh, group, uh, John Brandon and Marty Simpson. Um, Marty spent some time with us uh, that morning, kind of toured the town, and actually fell in love with Crown Point, which was awesome. Uh, so over the winter, we had I had at least received six or seven calls from other people that had talked to Marty saying, hey, how do I go play Bulldog Park? Because And we we had a home run. It was like 75 degrees and sunny, maybe 80 degrees and sunny. It was a nice night. 700 people for a, a small town comedy show was big. Yeah. They, they had packed them in there for that. Um, so on August 18th of this year, we are bringing back, uh, Marty Simpson's coming back by popular event. And, Great. Uh, and he's also bringing Sean Reynolds, um, who is a national, internationally touring comedian. So we're going to have those two back on uh, uh, August 18th. Uh, we're going to announce those tickets. It's the first time it's been announced here, but uh, contracts are approved, and uh, we'll start getting those out here um, relatively soon with the next few weeks. So Yeah. Yeah, that was a great comedy show. Yeah. And again, you know, we there's a lot of different kinds of comedians out there, and we want comedians that, yes, are funny and entertaining, but I can... Bring my kids to, sure. and nobody's going to be offended. And yeah, both are looking, you know, very family friendly. But they, they push that edge, so they're they did. they're comedians, <laughs> <right>? so, <laughs> which is uh, totally understandable. But right. I think uh, uh, Marty hit well, and uh, again, Sean, we we watched his uh, videos, and he goes highly recommended because uh, it's going to be a very very funny show. So, and and that ticket prices at Old Mark will probably be right in that uh, you know affordable range because um, mm -hmm. that will be a ticketed event, uh, probably around the twenty dollar range, but. We'll have entertainment and food. We'll have, you know, a sit down for uh, a couple hours of comedy that night. So I think it's uh, money well spent. Yeah. So, and, you know, if you go to see a comedian in a different venue, if you can get a ticket for $20, that's a bargain. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, we have to charge. We charge the least amount that we have. To. Yeah. And, and that, it's it's one of those things. I think uh, the comedy is good to bring back. A lot of times people, when we had talked to Marty and uh, John last year about you know, sometimes people, you know, get lost in what's important and, you know, life gets to you and everything's like that. So it's, it's a good time to go out and just laugh for a little bit. And, mm -hmm. 
know, um, and I do. I know they made fun of a couple things here, which <laughs> everybody we, was we, on Anthony's. We, on the fed, block we fed some material to just to uh, <laughs> to make sure everybody can laugh at themselves and stuff. So I think it was yeah. a fantastic event. So they will be back. Yeah. So and then for uh, the first time this year, um, we uh, created a partnership and are going to try and bring in some some nationally known. Uh, acts to, just to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, first time with anything. So how did how did that all come about? Um, Tyrus reached out to us um, probably two years ago um, with interest at being at Bulldog Park. Um, we just weren't quite ready, I think, with what we were doing. We wanted to get our feet underneath us with a new facility, um, figure out how things were going to work. And then we uh, reached out to him last year. And unfortunately, we weren't able to to bring anything yet, but this year we've already been able to get uh, three acts here. So we're we're really excited to have Chris Jansen on uh, June 25th and L. King on July 6th and Cooper Allen on August 3rd. So we're very excited to to be partnering with them yeah. and because they've had some great shows in both Falco and Hobart. So we're excited to see what they can do here in Clown Point. Yeah, yeah, and those those three, um, and some may not have heard Chris Jansen, but he plays out a, a Grand Ole Opry in National Tour. He does a great show, El King, which is going to be a phenomenal show, um, and then uh, Cooper Allen, who's the, you know, I'm a little bit removed, but my kids and everybody, the kids I talked to on TikTok, I mean, I think twelve or fourteen million followers on on that, or do the, the great stuff. But it's just a, a great compliment to what Tom does. Uh, and brings in that entertainment. So yeah, maybe maybe you can't afford that ticket concert, but you know the city's partnering with uh, mm-hmm. Tom Lounge's here and everything, and and going back, you know, offering that. Okay, here's great bands. If you don't or can't afford this or don't like this, here's something you could take advantage of. So I think it's a wonderful compliment uh, on the, the music level that no, you know, no matter what what's in your pocketbook or what, you, you have an opportunity to, to take part in something. Yeah. When you take the whole season with Tyrus's shows with hometown jams and then the free ones and you even it out, you're paying just a few dollars for all three nationals when you're thinking you're getting these for free. So if you take your budget for X amount of dollars and say, I'm going to spend this and go to all these concerts this summer, think about what you're saving as far as going to Chicago. Yeah. Even if you pay 40 or $50 for a concert ticket, you still get all these other ones free. And the other thing that makes Bulldog Park really work in my opinion is the fact that diana's team does a great job with the food vendors we have a variety of foods you can get barbecue uh, mexican food you can get ice cream um, and there's everything there you go to a lot of these events there's a food truck yeah we have a lot of variety here on most of the shows if not all of them so that's a big selling point to a lot of people coming out because little johnny might want ice cream and dad wants a you know a brisket so I think that's a big selling point for us. And the fact that we do have a full, you know, uh, beer tent and, and bar. Yeah. You know, awesome. And hitting on that too, we're, I know we'll uh, get to the details later, but we have been working with Crown Brewing. Uh, Crown Brewing is going to be brewing us our very own city of Crown Point marketed beer and root beer for the kids. So, wow. Um, they make great root beer. It is oh phenomenal. Gosh. So we will be uh, bring, bringing that uh, not only to here, but the root beer to the Sportsplex as well. So it'll be made in Crown Point right here. And it's just going to be a wonderful thing to, that we can have and, and, and push out to. So it gives you that hometown feel as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, great stuff. 
We also have the South Shore Roller Derby coming on uh, June 24th. Awesome. If you have not partaken in that, on that is awesome. Saturday, June 24th, they'll be here. So that um, that's a lot of fun to have them back. Um, we were their, I believe, one of their largest events that they had hosted for, for yeah. the season. And um, it was, who knew you could have roller derby, you know, under, me. under the <laughs> pavilion. We didn't think it was something they could do, but um, came up, got it set up, and it worked great. It was a great uh, great yeah. event for our facility, and we were excited to have them. I told Adam they actually called me the next day just to say thank you. Uh, when when can we come back? The staff, they said to give compliments to the staff on just the setup and everything was Perfect. Yeah. You ever, you ever seen I used to go to the roller derby at the Hammond Civic Center as a kid. Oh, and uh, yeah, I was a big, big fan back yeah. in the day. It was early seventies, maybe. Yeah, and uh, yeah, still around. Back uh, the uh, the uh, the Thunderbirds and some of the others. Uh, I'm sure they're long retired now. But yeah, one of my first crushes was Joni from the Thunderbirds. That girl could throw some elbow. <laughs> so I did not know we did that last year. Somehow I missed that. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that is a like I said, that is a fantastic time. The kids loved it. You know, the adults. It was just it was entertaining. I think we had, you know, generally they pull you know a few hundred people. I think we pulled six, seven hundred people up for that. Mm. So it was, it was it was just a fun night. Are they doing the curve track too? They they do a flat track, a flat track, yeah, for there. So they do a flat, but it gets uh, there's a lot of elbows and pushing, and <laughs> I think we had a few broken bones and stuff. But it was yeah. we had our medics on stand. It was there a, you it was go. a good time. But uh, yeah, no, what's, what's the date of that? June twenty fourth. June twenty fourth. But it's great to hear that, Mary, because I know Diana takes and all the workers there. That you know we try to create a partnership with every organization mm-hmm. that we bring in, and you know if they're successful, we're successful. We look good, and vice versa. That. Uh, I think that rubs off on, you know, having that community or that service point of view towards them. So we want you, if you do an event uh, here, we want you to do well because I think it helps us all out. So yeah. Tell us what you need to make your event successful because that makes us successful. So absolutely. It's a pretty, pretty basic approach, but it is. And it's, uh, yeah, so unfortunately, sometimes they don't get that elsewhere. I hope they, and I believe they get it, you know, with our events with Diana and uh, Ben and Colin and everybody that helps out uh, because I, Generally, people don't leave. They keep coming back and mm-hmm. get more stuff. Yeah, just like the town's point, too, with the musical talent that, you know, if they haven't played at Bulldog Park, maybe they've heard about it and mm-hmm. are pestering you to get them in Bulldog Park. Yes, they certainly are. <laughs> yeah. And that's a good thing, because that's how you find great new talent. You have to sift, it's like, you, know, you have to sift through everything to find the gems. It's like panning for gold. You yeah. get the occasional nugget in there, and the sand just goes away. Yeah. There's a lot of sand. <laughs> yeah. um, you're being kind I, we know what you mean um, and then you know our partnership uh, I always tout our I love the fact that we have such great partnership partnership with the library um, and our movie nights um, I've been to a couple of those man those are just they are talking about cool. a family friendly well attended event um, so how how was where are we doing movie nights again this year? So we have, uh, how many, Diana, do we have I scheduled? I believe we have delivered? five movies scheduled. And we, we do have a surprise. So uh, the first Friday, or the second Friday would be in October, Friday the 13th. Uh, is our plan to bring back a creature feature? Oh, the old school. The old yeah. school to have some kind of uh, horror movie night with within reason. Uh, yeah. To kind of bring the uh, the kids and the families out there to <laughs> enjoy. The right? Yeah, something on that level to have yeah. that fun. You know, the niche that you maybe went to the, uh, you know, uh, 
the drive-in when you're a kid or with the family that you're going to go back and be able to see a monster movie or a creature movie at Bulldog Park under the big screen under the pavilion. So yeah, I think that'll be a fun little turn of something different for us too. But as you go back to the library, they've been an awesome partner. They have, yeah. And uh, you know, they, they do their signups there, and there's been times we have seven hundred to thousand you know kids and families that show up just to watch a movie there. And that's all free too, mm-hmm. right? So, Absolutely. So there's popcorn, bring your lawn chair and sit and watch a movie outside at night and, you know, um, all free event. Yeah. And it's a nice fenced in area. You know, you walk in with your family, you're safe there. Sometimes the kids lose interest, but it's outdoors. They go run around, you know, and it's not one of those that you're stuck in a small theater and, you know, the kids are doing right. their own thing, which is yeah. another awesome, you know, feature to that too, because, attention span of some some young ones and maybe some adults is a little bit limited <laughs> at times so sometimes yeah um so have there ever you know we get asked all, and i'm sure you guys get asked all the time too about have you ever thought of having whatever type of entertainment at bulldog park so we were talking about it earlier so is there ever been one that you know you're thinking about and you're like mm, opt out we better not go with uh, it's, I don't know. We get to, it's funny. You come up with ideas, and then either Diana or Mary's like, "No, that's not good." <laughs> right? Mary's very blunt. <laughs> what, what she thinks. But you know, we've we've had everything. You know, obviously we had a bulldog. The ice skating has been yeah huge. We have had a push for roller skating too. Uh, most you know more time more recently, um, and it's 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 very hard. How do you do that? How do you get skates? You know, we have skates for ice skating and that, and you know, personnel wise. As everybody knows, is uh, we got so much going on that you know we've got bodies, but we, they're strategically placed on what we need, and you know it's just a whole other level. But you know we've talked about well, just recently, you know, there's a possibility for karaoke or karaoke is huge. So, it's not my thing. You guys karaoke? I used nice. to do karaoke at the Lake County Fair on yeah. Thursday nights, and it was quite huge. You get sponsored, and then you would have almost like a talent show. And then the winners would get some kind of gift that was a sponsor. So you'd either win T-shirts or you'd win whatever. But it was very popular. I was booking Lake County Fair for well over a decade a while back. I think I left there in 14 or 15 when they stopped doing music. But uh, karaoke is something to think about. Uh, It truly is. We used to also have Guitar Hero night. Now that's kind of passe now. But we would have the kids come up and we get four or five Guitar Hero and they would compete. You know, they'd be playing Smoke on the Water and whatever. Yeah. Um, that's kind of past, but I think karaoke is coming back. We're seeing more of it in the clubs again. A lot of the smaller venues are doing a karaoke night. That had gotten old. It got long in the tooth, and people said, that's not fun anymore. That's been coming back slowly. Everything comes in cycles. Yeah. Uh, so that would actually be an interesting thing to try, no, even Anthony, if it's once a month. Anthony plays a mean air guitar. <laughs> Catch them all the time. And the other thing I did way back in the gosh late '80s, uh, we also did lip sync contests, where it's a little harder with the with the big screen. You might be able yeah. to get a camera and zoom in, but the audience would would applaud by with a, with an applause meter, and you would pick your winners if they were out there back then. It was uh, Born in the USA, things like that. And they put the costume on, they come out and they do their whole, but they can't carry a tune themselves, but they do the stage show. And that was fun. It's a smaller scale, but
but it might be something for a weeknight uh, once a month try something yeah and again you get local sponsors so the city is you know just providing the venue and you get xyz company of crown point to sponsor it yeah I um, karaoke would and, and I like mm-hmm. the, that you said that because we, we've talked about that as, you know, a lot of times in stuff that you say, well, you know, this is our place or this is, you know, this person's place. We've taken Bulldog Park and figured, hey, this is everybody's. Let's work together to make, you know, you, the venue's right. here. Let's use it. That's how can we use it to benefit you and us and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's a great point. Yeah. It, one other thing that as far as new ideas, uh, you had mentioned in the beginning of the podcast about uh, the senior events. Yeah. One of the things that I had done a long time ago and haven't done lately is a senior prom. You get a big band, a swing band, a Glenn Miller style, and you invite all the senior citizens. And maybe they bring a a bus from the different retirement homes. And you give them a chance to shine and turn it into a 1940s version of the Aragon Ballroom. And you have a big band on that stage, which is plenty big to have that. Mm -hmm. And we do a senior prom. Chapman under the sea. I like mm-hmm. that. Yep. Very nice. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, you know, so give that right demographic of the city a, a, a night of their own. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. That so, is awesome. Always yeah. looking for new ideas and add to Diana's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We always, we're, we're always willing to look at it. Yeah. You know, we don't know until we try. You know, we've had, you know, never thought we would have an MMA fight and we've been hosting those in the that's past. True. Yeah. Um, so, we're, we're open to the ideas. So if somebody's got an idea, just reach out and yeah. we can always talk about it. We're partnering um, this year. New is uh, Rockapelli is coming. That was something that happened in Griffith, I think, mm-hmm. in the Started past. in Highland and, okay. and then went to Griffith. And yeah, they, they keep growing. Yeah, so and it's a charitable event. Be it's here, a very nice yeah, event. They'll be here in August. Um, we have Manic Mead coming back uh, May 20th oh, for right. their Mead Festival, their Sugar Belt Festival. We have... Um, the Crossroads Chamber bringing the cornrows back on June 2nd and 3rd. And then we also have Off Square doing their beer, bacon, and bourbon uh, event at Bulldog Park. So um, we have some some new partners, some yeah. traditional, some former partners that we that have just loved coming and being at Bulldog Park. And that's a testament to to the staff that, that is there. It's not, you know, I, I can't do it alone. I have a lot of help from the parks department, from Colin and Ben, from our staff, um, from other department heads, from you guys. It just, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be what it is without the support from all the departments. So we we're fortunate that we have such a close knit group that yeah. I can I can rely on them for for help because it it definitely is is a place yeah. that is growing and expanding and and it's it's great the support that we get. And there is no off season. No, it's we got stuff going on all year round. All you know, year round. hitting on Diana's point too, real quick. The uh, we, you know we the city knows we have a couple of trolleys. Uh, we are yeah. having a lot of large events at the sportsplex. Uh, tournaments coming in from all over the country. Uh, you know the thought process was you know perhaps they get off the interstate, they stop there, and they don't know what's down here. So uh, we're, we're making an attempt to utilize those trolleys to bring those people into town to you know go to a car cruise or go you know why they're here a farmers market. And just have a continuous route to bring those people yeah. to show, showcase Crown Point and the stuff that we got going on as well. So um, that should be coming to a theater near you, I guess, uh, very <laughs> soon. So yeah, I mean, we get you know almost a million visitors a year through that sportsplex. So uh, we get some to come to downtown or different business districts and see different parts of Crown Point. Eat, eat, follow about a shop. Yeah, you know, have some entertainment too. So great stuff. So yeah, you guys do a fantastic job of, uh, and I think the city does. Uh, 
let's try it and see how it works. And most of the time, it's a hit. So um, kudos to you guys. And Dom, as I said, you're a rock star. Great value partnership with the city. Um, looking forward to many years to come. And um, you always look incredible acts. So keep trying. A lot of talent out there, and you're good at finding it. So. Um, well, besides that, I know we, we got to wrap it up, but we have like, you know, we just had the St. Paddy's Day Parade. That's falls in your wheelhouse, 4th of July parades, like right around the corner. It is, and uh, registration's available on on the website. So sponsorships and parade entries, we're taking them now. So you can visit crownpoint.in.gov and get in, your, get your float in and get ready. So Yep, good stuff. We'll be here before we know it. Yeah. So, you know, and Hope Crown Point knows it. You know, we work very hard, like I said, doing the, getting the infrastructure work in, our development, but our focus is to have great amenities for our citizens and, and really the region where our citizens come first. So um, and I'm glad they take advantage of it. So, so it's a great, great thing. So we're a very unique community. We're the best, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here first. Well, the best in the region. The best, the best in the region. That's right. So, um, Mary, you have anything to help close us out? <laughs> well said. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Mary. So, uh, Tom, thank you again. I know your schedule is always uh, very tight, but I appreciate you coming in. And Not a problem. Before, so. You have coffee, I'll be here. <laughs> and Well, there was a dollar charge. I'll take it off your end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so looking forward to the great summer season uh, coming up. So. Anthony? It was a real informative show. I mean, we got so much going on. There's something for everybody, and uh, we appreciate what everybody does for the city here. And uh, Looking forward to it. So as... Uh, just to close it out, so Diana was uh, probably the biggest bad we you've, you've ever had. You want the bag back? Uh, sure. No, that's Unless the you want <laughs> yeah. So as you as you know, so we have something for the the prop table here. Oh, that's how awesome is that? So this is uh, when Thompson Square was here. Thompson Square and Jared Neiman. Um, <laughs> yeah. We were able to get Jared Neiman's signature. Um, so I thought that? we would wow. share that with you. Yeah, they were, they were, I was at that one. That was a fantastic, uh, fantastic show. So thank you very much. You're I appreciate welcome. that. All right. So, well, thank you, Crown Point, for joining and kicking off season two of Lay of the Land podcast. So we are on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Apple Podcasts. Um, so, we are the number one rated podcast. Did you know that? I did not know that. I do now. Yeah, number one. Number one. That's right. So um, there's no pressure on you to you know, don't don't hurt our ratings. For <laughs> uh, but anyway, thank you for tuning in, Crown Point. We'll see you next month. And until we do, stay safe and look out for each other. This month's business spotlight is Tom Lounge's Record Bin, with two locations in Northwest Indiana. The Record Bin has your vinyl needs covered. For more information, visit TomLoungesRecordBin.com or find The Record Bin on Facebook at TomLoungesRecordBin. You've been listening to Lay of the Land with Crown Point Mayor Pete Land and Chief of Staff Anthony Schleter. If you like what you heard today, come hang out with us on the third Tuesday of every month. Lay of the Land is available on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time.